The Lions are going to win a Super Bowl this year. April Fools. The Bears are a good football team. April Fools. Kirk Cousins is just hitting his prime. April Fools. The Green Bay Packers are the greatest football team to ever exist on this planet. Facts. Grossy Pussy Packer Nation! Welcome to an episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't do a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Town Freaking Frackin' April 1st. Fool me, Grossy! And today we are going to break down a draft prospect that has been littered all over my social medias as he's been climbing and climbing like that mountain climber game in The Price is Right. And if you guess too much, he'll fall off the mountain, Drew! It's really Bob Barker. He's still the only host in my eyes, but Drew's fine. He's more of a who's lying to it anyway guy. But yeah, today we're going to be talking about Baylor wide receiver Denzel Washington. Mims. Yes, that's right. Six foot three, 207 pounds, this guy. Oh, he's been... The talk of the town lately. This guy went from a second to third rounder to after the senior bowl and after blowing past people on the combine, people were like, oh, so maybe first round. And so I think that's the question we're going to be answering today. Uh, Is Denzel Mims a first rounder? And more importantly, should the Green Bay Packers go after him? So let's do it. So this guy impressed the living hell out of scouts uh, during senior bowl week. Uh, And then during the combine, ran a 4-3-8 40-yard dash. (laughs) That's fast. Uh, played all four years at Baylor. 2016, he only played three games, so we don't need to talk about that. But 2017, played 12 games, 61 receptions, over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns. Great. 2018, uh, 12 games again, 55 receptions, 794 yards, eight touchdowns. Pretty good. And then finally, this past season, his best yet, 13 games, 66 receptions, 1,020 yards, and 12 TDs. And so I looked at these stats, and I'm like, all right, this is pretty solid, right? He put together two 1,000-yard seasons, and in 2019 alone, he had four 100-plus-yard games, seven games with TDs, and four of which were two-plus TDs. So yeah, pretty damn good. So I said, all right, let's take a look at the tape. And what do we see? So let's talk about the negatives. But instead of starting with the positives, let's talk about the negatives first. The negatives. Okay. The blocking ability is okay. There was somewhere he didn't really do a great job blocking. And then finally, I'd really say the only other flaw he has is the diversity in his route running is lacking a little bit. Um, A lot of them are just straight up go routes or they're just deep posts. But... Um, that's really all the negatives that I have to say about Denzel Mims. Let's talk about why I absolutely love this guy. Okay, (laughs) one, his hands? Holy crap, man. I swear, he's just like applying just sticky tape and glue and just paste all over it, and this man could catch balls. Now, I will say... (laughs) This man could catch balls. Now, I will say, one of uh, his lesser games was against Texas Tech, uh, this past season, um, he really 
he doesn't do a great job of getting open to extend the play. He kind of just runs his first route, and that's about it, which is fine. Um, and he dropped a game-winning TD so that they wouldn't have to go into overtime. You know, that was that was a big negative. Um, but he also set them up for the go-ahead touchdown, and they wind up winning in double overtime uh, against Texas Tech. But he also had a really disgusting catch on the, uh, the sideline. So, yeah, the amount of ridiculous grabs that I saw this guy make like it left me speechless. Like I was just like, how how did he, how did he catch it? I, I implore you, go and watch the highlights of the Texas Tech game. You won't see like a lot of like really great stuff. It was kind of one of his worst games of this this past season. But the one catch that he makes on the sideline, I'm just like, how how does he do that? How how did he he make that catch? Um, and he is not afraid to go up and get it. He is super aggressive against man coverage against corners, and he annihilates them. Uh, fades amazing at it, even though I know Aaron Nagler does not like, you know, goal line fades. This guy, we we could bring it back to Green Bay. We could do it. Uh, that's amazing. Not afraid. Amazing sideline catches. Not afraid, like I said before, to go up and get it. Be super duper aggressive. Wins the one-on-one coverage. Wins in double coverage as well. In addition, the guy has amazing deep speed. He has a great second gear in which he's able to just take off and blow past defenders. Um, And he's a threat across the middle and, of course, on the outside. This guy, I think, would be an amazing pickup as a number two wide receiver behind Devontae Adams. I think that he provides what we wanted from MVS. It's funny because after I was done watching this, I was like, I feel like I've seen this before or at least some aspects of it. And I had, I went back and I actually watched MVS's tape um, from when he was in college. And like he, he has that deep speed, you know, he's able to get separation from the defenders. But the big difference I saw with Mims is those contested catches and those ridiculously over the top spectacular catches that weren't there for MVS. And so I think that this guy could absolutely be a phenomenal weapon for the Green Bay Packers. Now, the question, of course, is, is he worth a first rounder? Because that's that, that I've seen this guy basically projected all over the place. I've seen him now more and more likely to be a first rounder. I've seen him go in the early second round. Uh, When I told you originally, he was being projected, you know, day two, either late round two or early round three. So the question becomes, do we use our first round pick on a guy like Mims at number 30, which is coming right at the tail end of the first round? To be honest, Considering that Baylor has this reputation of not really producing great wide receivers in the NFL, I would still take a shot on it. I would, because this guy, I think, can learn behind Devontae Adams. I think it would be absolutely phenomenal. And I think that this guy is such a weapon. And again, I I haven't been impressed like this with hands in quite some time. And I think that he would be an excellent addition to the Green Bay Packers, one that I would feel comfortable. I think I would feel even more comfortable if we were to trade back and we were to get him early in the second round and pick up another draft pick. I would like that even more. If he's there in the second round, it's a no-brainer. I don't think he's going to last all the way over uh, into the second round when we are picking, but um, I think I'd feel comfortable with picking him at number 30. Yeah. He impressed me that much. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Uh, if you've seen tape on him, how do you feel about Denzel Mims? Are you concerned about Baylor's lack? See, like, for me, like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, Baylor hasn't produced a lot of great wide receivers. Who cares? We're not talking about them. We're talking about this guy. This guy, as I said before, he can catch some balls. 
So let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See you down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the Patreon members or at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go back go.